Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. I'm James. And welcome to another spooky season episode. Um, so we, we do have some special guests that wanted to do it in a second, but I want them to know because when we were talking a few minutes ago, I'm like, it's still kind of early on a Sunday. I'm not going to drink. And now, however, and now you're drinking. So our guest that we'll introduce here in a second, I know from Rachel, the bartender, Scarlet Lane. So I decided to pick up one of their beers called Katrina, which is a double name for Katrina Van Tassel from Headless Horseman and Katrina, the Dia de las Mortes, goddess of death. And since our special guests are from the a kind of creepy podcast and are goddesses of deaths themselves, I thought it would be very appropriate. <laughs> Yes, I love that. I feel so, so honored. So I'm nice brown ale. And as I'm taking a drink, ladies, if you'd like to introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Eric. <laughs> Waving. Hi, I'm Skylar. <laughs> I told you I do hand gestures. Don't know why. They already know totally their benefit. <laughs> oh, I'll spit my beer. <laughs> oh, but no. I, I've been listening to their podcast for quite a while. Well, I've listened to it a lot since I've been told about it a month or two ago by Rachel. And it's, it's fantastic. They do wonderful, creepy, cryptid and, and murder and just all sorts of wonderfully wicked, awesome stuff. Yes. Yeah. Thanks guys. I'm like honored over here. (laughs) And, And more important is that they're also from Indiana. So it's nice to know that there are other creepy spooky educated it can speak well people in the state um definitely not like i said like two hours get cut off of each episode it's a lot of giggling a lot well same here we just don't cut oh, yeah. it out oh gosh well like we started to do that and then somebody was like i don't like that so we're like all right i guess okay. we'll cut it out sorry well, you can do your own damn podcast yeah it's kind of my opinion on things. There is an empty bottom, like a bottomless pit of other podcasts that you can go listen to. If you don't like us, by all means, I'm sure you can find one you do like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are you doing this for? Doing it for us. If you right, listen, yes. that's cool. But yeah, <laughs> people learn this is just genuinely how we talk to each other. This it's literally just, just us <laughs> sitting down, having a conversation. <laughs> just too much joking, honestly. That was, I think that was actually our inspiration for doing this. <laughs> we just wanted to sit down and talk about shit honestly was i was doing her hair and we would talk about it for hours anyway and we're like let's just why don't do we record show? this yeah maybe somebody would listen to it i don't know <laughs> now they do i've seen your reviews and, and people on your some of your pay, social media things yeah says the guy who just said he wants more people in indiana to speak well and he can't come up with the words social media or instagram <laughs> Oh, hey, that's okay. It happens. it happens. Our outros, we have to do them like two or three times because I'm just like, it's the same Facebook? outro every week. I can't remember the word Facebook. <laughs> it is the same outro every week, yeah. and we still manage to make it awkward and weird every week. I barely speak English, it's my only language, and I barely speak it. <laughs> okay. You've listened to ours, you've heard our, our outros. We just keep blathering until one of us gets fed up with the other and goes, all right, we're done. I'm James. That's it. Bye. <laughs> have a nice week. Bye. <laughs> so yeah. What do you have for us? Because you're going to share some sort of spooky, weird, awesome story thing, something thing. 
something yes. thing. Yes. Yes, please share. So, I'm also in the dark. I'd like to know. <laughs> I said I was going to do either a haunted story or a cryptid. I lied. There is no better introduction to a kind of creepy podcast than a missing person because there's no, there's no solved part of it. It's aliens. Just, <laughs> this one is definitely not aliens, but I Damn feel it. like you're still going to say it. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about Marvin Clark. I've and I have never heard of him before. until two days ago. So Marvin Clark was born in Marion County, Iowa, somewhere between 1852 to 57. We don't know the exact year he was born. So this was a long time ago. It was a very long time ago. But around 1910, he moved to Oregon with his wife, Mary. And according to the U.S. Census, he lived in the city of Holbrook, which pretty much everything in the story has to go off the U.S. Census because we don't know anything about this man. So he was at one point a town marshal of Linton, which later just kind of got grouped into Portland. It was like a suburb and then everyone decided it's going to be a part of Portland anyway. And that's really all we know about Marvin. That's it. Good episode. Thanks. <laughs> right. oh, yeah, we're done. <laughs> so on October 30th, 1926, he left to visit his daughter, Sydney McDougall in Portland for Halloween weekend. She was a manager at the Hereford Hotel in Portland. And at this point, he lived in Tigard, Oregon. It's about a 30-minute distance between each other. So they're relatively close. He left his home around 1 p.m. on the 30th. And we have mixed reportings of whether he traveled by stagecoach or by bus. Okay. Oh, yeah. I guess I guess we did have automobiles at the time. I don't know why. When you're talking about 1800s and early 1900s, I just think of <laughs> horses and stagecoaches. Yeah, <laughs> carriages <laughs> dragging you that's kind of where i was was like a bus, a bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a greyhound yeah <laughs> uh and that was the last time he was ever seen he just hops on and he just he got on to the stagecoach or the bus and never really got off we don't actually know if he did or not um maybe he's still riding it right <laughs> a ghost rider Thanks. I mean, maybe. Um, so his daughter was expecting him on Halloween, never showed up. On November 6th, he was officially declared a missing person. But he had paralysis and he couldn't move his right arm very well. And he walked with a limp. So they were hoping that that could kind of narrow down any sightings of people that maybe have seen him. Because that seems like pretty, something pretty yeah. identifiable. Right. Uh, his family notified authorities of this in hopes that they could use it as an advantage to narrow down sightings. The last sighting, it's not confirmed, but it's not unconfirmed either, is that somebody that we think was Marvin might be walking down Yamhill Street in downtown Portland wearing a dark suit. But we don't actually know if it was him. No, gosh. So they just reported somebody with that physical appearance and, and the mm -hmm. arm limp issue? Yep, but it was never confirmed. Yep. Uh, Sydney posted a reward of $100 for anyone that could help find her father, which is worth $2,879.65 today. I'm so happy that you already did the conversion. <laughs> Usually that's one of my questions. I'd be like, and that's in what? That's why I put it in. Today's money? It's <laughs> literally opening up a window to do that. <laughs> He likes to do that. Back. She already knew that was going to be a question. Yes. 
So his family was really worried that somebody caused him harm along the way because he had some enemies from being the town marshal. Oh. Yeah. On November 9th, a newspaper in Washington posted about how Mary received an odd postcard from the area of Bellingham, Washington. It's what they said was a disconnected postcard. So there's like a part of it that was missing. Hmm. And it was rambling about like nonsense, just absolute nonsense. And part of it was missing. Yeah. Oh, now this is quote from the article in the newspaper says the letter indicated that the aged man's mind is wandering as it was badly jumbled, despite the fact that Clark was highly educated being a graduate of two universities. And so he was a marshal mm-hmm. and like a very like learned he was, he, person. Yeah. He was super smart. And this postcard that his wife got was just absolute nonsense. None of it made any sense. I, I don't know. I've got degrees from two universities and you've heard me talk. <laughs> Are you out there like tearing postcards in half and just sending them to your wife? Sometimes on the walk to the post office, you get a little hungry and you just take a nibble <laughs> of the postcard. You need a little snack. Right. Fiber. Yeah. yeah. Well, now you know what to do to completely freak your wife out is just like send her a postcard in the mail that's like half filled out. Just nonsense. Absolute. Just, just gibberish. My wife can kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like I your can, wife. <laughs> I can hear the eye roll from here. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so his family believed that at the time his mind was maybe starting to go and he wasn't in a sound state of mind anymore because he was getting kind of up there in age. Okay. He was at the time in his 70s. Okay. And it just kind of ends there. That's it. That's it. So 60 years after Marvin's disappearance in 1986, there was a body that was found between Tigard and Portland. There was no identification with the body. There was an 1888 Liberty Head nickel, a 1919 penny, a pocket watch, leather shoes, and a fraternal order of the Eagle's pocket knife. And four tokens with the inscription D and P were found with the body. Now those tokens were actually what were used at bars to pay for alcohol. Oh, neat. Yeah, I didn't know that was like a form of payment at like bars. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. I've been yeah. places where you need like a drink ticket. Yeah. I think guess it's the same premise. I guess. Oh. I, I wasn't aware of that until I read this. But this was like 60 years later? 60 years later. There was also a 38 revolver and a spent shell found with the remains and a pair of wired rimmed glasses. There's a bullet hole found in the skull and they believe the John Doe had commit suicide. There was an autopsy done on the body and they estimate that the John Doe was somewhere between 35 to 55. So at the time in the eighties, it was ruled out as not being Marvin Clark. Well, damn. Hmm. But then in 2011, Dr. Nikki Vance of the Oregon state medical examiner's office returned to Clark's file and pulled DNA from the John Doe. After working on this case, she thinks there's sufficient evidence to link the two together. They think that back in the 80s, they got the age of the John Doe wrong. And it was actually Martin Clark. Now, the only way to actually test to see if it was him is to find somebody on his maternal side to test DNA. But we cannot find records of Marvin Clark's family on his maternal side at all. It's like this man never existed. Wow. 
And an Oregon police officer, Ryan Hockla, was quoted saying that if any point in the future the bones are sent in and it's Marvin's, we would get a positive identification, but they would need that maternal side. But who's to say that he won't get found later on by a hunter or a landscaper or a developer or something like that? There's a chance he could still be out there and could still be found. Oh. But it is like this man never exists. They cannot find anyone on his maternal side. And now we're stuck not almost 95 years next month trying to find somebody on his maternal side to test the DNA. I hate that. You're welcome. Mm. Thank you. It's creepy. And that's the story of Marvin Clark. Yeah, that's really kind of creepy. The early 1900s Halloween missing person. Oh, damn. I thought you were going to say, and they tested his DNA and that was him. Nope. We think it is. Uh, what's her name? Dr. Nikki Vance in Oregon. She really thinks it's like she is swearing up and down. She thinks it's him. They have people that say they're his like great, great, great grandkids, but their DNA doesn't match because they have to have somebody on his maternal side of the family for some reason. Uh, I forget what it is. Yeah, there's something on the chromosome that goes down through the maternal line that that you can test. Oh, see, I wasn't. I have no clue about DNA, so I'm just like. I mean, it would make. I would. I can understand. Like you know, we're 95 years later. I can understand that DNA is going to be different from past generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know anything about the maternal versus the paternal side until really looking into it. That's neat. I didn't know about tokens to buy alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> he had four of them. Right. He was ready. Yeah. <laughs> he just never, he never made it there. He never guy. got to use them. But Aww. then he like, he shot himself with all that stuff with him. But I mean, if he's having a mental health crisis, which it sounds like he might've been. And he is somewhere between, it was like 73 to 76. Cause we don't even know what year he was born. Right. Oh yeah. That's not super young now, let alone. Right. Back nine, yeah. some years ago. Back then. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, for all you know, he could be outside one of our windows right now. Hey, oh. hey, hey, let's not. <laughs> We've got yeah. blackout curtains on our <laughs> windows, so we really can't see out there unless we open that curtain. I'm honestly surprised, like, your brother hasn't come, like, smacking on the window or anything. I would murder him. <laughs> Sorry, almost spit my beer on that one. <laughs> He's threatened because we're both terrified of aliens, truly. And his thing this year is he's going to go to a Halloween store buy an alien mask and then when it's dark outside he's going to come up like i have a window that overlooks my back backyard from my kitchen and he's just going to stand at that window until i notice him and i'm like please please don't do you want to warn him that that's where the knives are (laughs) please don't i will literally not i might not ever go back to your house for a month after that please don't i didn't talk to my brother for like three years after he pulled that prank on me Oh, I was like, dude, oh I will cry. Please do not. No. When I was a kid, my brother, like there was this locked chest and he <laughs> told me that my grandpa was in the war and he's like, there, he's hiding an alien. And that's why like, where he's like certified or something. Like it was this whole long scheme. And then he would sneak into the room next to where I was sleeping and play like weird music and alien sounds. And I didn't sleep for months. <laughs> Just <laughs> evil, pure evil. Oh, that's what siblings are for, though. Yeah. He doesn't even remember any of this either. No, yeah, probably <laughs> not. No, part. that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still hold PTSD? this grudge, and he's like, I did that? That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Traumatized her for a lifetime. He doesn't even remember. Right? <laughs>
brothers. Mine used me as a ramp once when it was snowing. They they let me go sledding with them, and I thought this is awesome. My older brothers are let me go sledding with them and my their friends, and I go you go first. So I went first and crashed halfway down. I said, hold on, I crashed. That was their plan. They used me as a ramp. Oh no! Oh, was that the last time you ever went anywhere with them? Well, last time sledding, but I was dumb enough <laughs> to do all sorts of other things with them, thinking that they change. I know. Oh God! <laughs> if it happens, like it happened like one time as a kid, I was like, "It's a trick. They're not nice. They don't like me. They're not mm-hmm. nice." Mm-mm. I'm the oldest in my family, so like, so it was you. I just, just as much as I received. I mean, I did that to my sister. I would like, I hid in the closet one time, oh, and God. she was like, we shared a room. She was like getting ready for bed, and she's like where is she at and she was like asking my mom where I went and I was like she's in bed go to bed get away and I as soon as she got comfy in bed she's about to fall asleep I jumped out of the closet <laughs> and yeah we weren't allowed to share a room anymore after that because she wouldn't even look me in the eye <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not even gonna get into the evil things I did to my younger sibling <laughs> yes you've been remarkably silent about the tricks played from your end <laughs> even like imagine you doing anything mean there was one time my sister was in the shower and we would take our clothes into the bathroom with us and so I stole her clothes and not only locked her out of our bedroom I like locked every door in the house and she and I put her clothes outside on like a car so she had to go outside but ask naked to go retrieve her clothes that's just me it's awful You wonder why we're so like rough with each other. Like, have you seen me and my brother interact? I thought that was just him though. No, (laughs) that was the environment that we grew up in. Well, thank you for the story of the missing person who's outside your window. Right. (laughs) And for sharing. (laughs) (laughs) And sharing just how mean you are to siblings. Right. That's awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes. Thanks for doing this episode with us and thanks for having us teaching us about pubs and all the spooky things in England and mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess <laughs> my evil laugh isn't really up to par <laughs> not at working all. on it <laughs> appreciate it and then uh, yeah so a kind of creepy podcast and, and they can find you on on iTunes and Spotify well I, I know that's where I found you anyway and Jody said yeah, he's listened yeah. to you on Podbean I know we're on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and Google, mm-hmm. and Stitcher. And Stitcher. But I think yeah. that's where we are. We're yeah. on all those, except I don't know about Stitcher. You should look into that. Yes. And we'll look into Podbean, because we've never yeah. heard of that one either. Yeah, oh, you, yeah, that's, uh, that's where I was listening to it. Awesome. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Oh, they're cool. I yeah. Like yeah. Enjoyed that. Yeah, that was, that was fun. And, and like like them yeah you can find us facebook twitter spotify podbean google amazon itunes places and things i hope hope you enjoyed this go check them out keep checking us out yeah we've got well i'm not sure what dates we're all putting these out but we just did one with them also so you get to hear us talk about our weird stuff on their podcast mm-hmm. we'll we'll keep you updated on either here or facebook or something yeah like we always do yeah yeah because we love you all uh sure (laughs) what 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 do you like about us james and jody your meat is delicious (laughs) 
I, I was going to say that they actually listened to us, but I'm sure what you said, I guess. <laughs> On that note, I'm James. I'm Jody. And we'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. I'm assuming they may want to do video. I just realized that. (laughs) All right, I'll turn mine on. (laughs) I don't know. I guess for some reason the camera was set to having the tablet held at another angle. Yeah, that's better. Well, for the angle, I mean, you know, there's only so much you can do with this. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Okay, now we need to start video. If you want. I mean, it's not like you're getting much over here. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Yeah, actually, when you're talking about that and one of your recent podcasts about how you don't want people to start at the beginning, you want them to go backwards. Yeah. That, our first dozen episodes sucked. <laughs> yeah, and so like I listened back to one of them and I was just like, oh God, people listen to that. Right. Oh no. No, Jody got mad at me because I would edit my share and I would cut out every little pause to kind of keep it going. But then it just sounds like everybody's talking like this really, really fast without any absolute breaks whatsoever for about 15 minutes. And that's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. There was, we did that for a while yeah. too. And we're like, this is not, there was even a, a couple where it was like, it sounded like chipmunks for a second. And I don't know exactly what happened there. <laughs> Found it. Got it. Yeah. So I wasn't trying to mute you. I, <laughs> he that's was just okay. already sick of us right talking. already done <laughs> i'm good either way i know jody's probably good either way because much yeah. like both of you one of us has notes prepared and the other does not right but he's he likes to go yep. in blind <laughs> yeah it's fun yeah it, she usually doesn't even know what i'm talking about until like no. the second we start recording <laughs> or, exactly we'll be like okay and this week we're talking about what yeah. exactly <laughs> Yes, come to the manor with us. <laughs> <laughs> the light changed when you did that. <laughs> I was editing a Ouija board episode the other day, like noon, bright, everything was fine. And I've not used my clock alarm in years, but noon clicks. And as I'm doing the Ouija board, the alarm goes off and I about jumped out of my damn <laughs> <warm> skin. <laughs> but it scared the crap. Oh, God. I would have lost it. <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> and then when she gets spooked, she goes and grabs knives. So it's not the best idea. It sounded like a real person. All right. I was trying to protect your life. You're welcome. Oh, I'm dying here. <laughs> You're welcome. I can't breathe. You're welcome. We can start ours in a second, but if you need a moment to compose, because I might too. Oh, take a deep breath. <laughs> Sweet. No, hobbits. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Excuse me, I have barbecue cooking. <laughs> I'm James. I'm Jody. And we'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> Bye. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I, I thought we'd actually done that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs>